You are listening to Lightning Strikes Thrice, a Final Fantasy 13 series game club podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 10, covering Day 9 and the end of the Wildlands quest of Lightning Returns. I am your host, Chris Taylor, and with me is... Matt Marcus. Editor Man! Yay! And I'm I'm your guest, Paul and Davis. You don't have to say guest. You can say your name where it says guest. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're supposed to put in the name, Chris. Whatever. (laughs) You're the one who makes the notes. Whatever. The one time there was another Chris, we only referred to him as lesser Chris for three hours. (laughs) That that, that was the Godzilla one. I podcast with three different Chris's, and you better believe it's weird discussing this with anyone else. Uh, So Chris (laughs) did this on the show. Which Chris? Which show? (laughs) <laughs> you have to be slightly more specific. In my office, yeah. we had three people named Chris in the same room with the same job title, and I was the only one too dumb to be referred to by last name, so I got to be Chris. We had three <laughs> Justins at one job, so they each got nicknamed Canada, Asian, and Justito, respectively. I wonder where he's from. <laughs> uh, he was white. What? Yeah. Was he just really small? No, he he said something incredibly stupid once because he did not know Spanish and asked, so does Ito mean rolled, like burrito means rolled, Uh. or taquito means rolled taco? (laughs) And so we stamped him just Ito. Right? Okay, but like if you don't know Spanish, how are you supposed to know that? (laughs) Well, because it only works for taquito. Mm. I'm very upset by that. That's so (laughs) dumb. That's why we named him Justito. Oh so he could never escape that. <sighs> Good. So times. speaking of so dumb, we start today of the arc. <laughs> you can get a heart stealer garb, which has a huge ATB boost on it. But it also comes with evade, and evade is not super good, so you'll probably yeah. not use it. But it does look like Locke's outfit a little bit, which is kind of cool. Lock from Final Fantasy 6 slash 3. Six. Yeah. No, mm. don't ever do the slash thing. Never. <laughs> we have all the Final Fantasies now. If you know people the irony, don't know, it's on them. There's something really ironic, Fletch, of you telling me not to do the slash thing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we can talk to Hope. Which is a huge mistake. He's got a lot of <laughs> shit to say. Uh, <laughs> we ask him about Snow, and Hope reminisces about his character arc in 13 and says, remembering it, it's like it happened to a different person. I remember I was angry, but I have no idea how that feels. Mm-hmm. Red flag, red flag, red flag. And you that can, whole uh, character is a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, but, like, the further I've gotten into the game, I mean, like, we kind of spoiled it. Man went to the man went to the moon and then put a hope shaped mm-hmm. flag there. <laughs> that was our warning to aliens: do not come this way. Madness lies here. <laughs> yeah, at this point, having gotten to sort of the last stretch of the game, just seeing how they handle that whole thing is very interesting. We'll we'll talk about it in a couple of episodes. They handle it so poorly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. it's just even more confusing than it needed to be about. Anyway, uh, we could also uh, talk to Hope about Noel, and uh, Lightning wonders if the, the prophecy in the Oracle Drive was true, and maybe she should have died. But Hope said, uh, that's stupid. If you died, the mission would fail, and you couldn't save Noel, and uh, it just was a fake out. It was a, a very uh, realistic-looking fake Oracle Drive, which raises a lot of questions that it will never answer. Nope. The Oracle Drive is literally only there because, hey, this character is from the game with the Oracle Drives. Hey, we have this asset. Let's use it. Hell yeah. <laughs> <sighs> then we talk about Vanille. Vanille and Fang became the pillar in 13. Everyone was going to be happy because they saved the world and got to be lovers together. But in the end, mm-hmm. a moon fell on them. So <laughs> he feels like we kind of owe them. Yeah, it's kind of... Uh... It didn't work out quite as well as you'd expect. Moving on. And then we talk about, uh, yeah, <laughs> let me talk about Lumina. Uh-huh. And uh, Hope basically tells us that Lumina brings a chaos with her. And uh, Lightning uh, tells us that she can't stand Lumina. Like, uh, Fucking same. Uh, most of us that can't, <laughs> can't stand her. Um, uh, Hope <laughs> suggests that that's uh, just because she looks like uh, Sarah, Sarah, which uh, makes her behavior more infuriating. 
and then uh, says we're uh, gonna find out more later on. So uh, yeah, who <laughs> basically says everything but wait till the end of game to learn more. <laughs> Would you like to learn more? Click fast forward. and you are listening to Lightning Strikes Thrice, a game club podcast that mostly revolves around the Final Fantasy series. What you might not know is that all of our costs are supported by the Patreon at patreon.com slash pitchdrop, or, if you're sassy, goatseafund.me. Because of that, we are able to keep the sites running, the shows uploaded, and I promise, for those of you who are worried that I am a criminal, I receive not a dime of things. It is all managed by Chris. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy the show. After talking to Hope, we head off to the Wildlands. We go to the Rocky Crag, follow the curving path to Polte. Poltea? Whatever. It, they say Polte, and it, it's incorrect, and it bothers me. Okay. It should be Poltai. <laughs> I fucking don't hurt the bridge of your nose pushing up those glasses, uh. nerd. <laughs> I'm sorry, I studied Latin for like eight fucking years, and I just drive, oh, it just drives me crazy. This fucking nerd. Uh, I'm going to give you a tip. <laughs> Toriyama didn't. Oh, of course not. They're telling me this game isn't well-researched. While you were studying Latin, I was mastering the boob chain. (laughs) Uh, Is that like the blockchain for old Tumblr? Yes. It's how we uh, pass on everything slowly. It will only grow more perverted with time. Hell yeah. So Polte is a town built around the Temple of the Goddess, which had uh, entered our world from Valhalla at the end of 13.2. It is inhabited by the worst kind of people, worshippers of Etro, who believe that she still lives inside. They wait for the day when the Angel of Valhalla will appear and carry the Chosen One into the temple. And I'm just very curious why they don't think Etro's dead, because I guess we know Etro's dead. It's It's like the entire world just had the worst day randomly. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, for most people, I don't think they really knew what happened, right? I think in 500 years, the word gets around. I th- they've established though that like a lot of things, like people just forget shit in 500 years, or like they go into like denial over stuff that's happened in the past because that, you know when you're 500 years plus old, like who gives a shit. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were just going to say, we've established in 500 years that Etro's worshippers are just square peg round hole dumbasses. Well, that too. I mean, I guess they haven't learned anything or changed their minds over over the yeah. In one centuries. town, they're hiding in the corpse of a temple. In another, they're murdering children. Yeah, not doing great. You're right. They are cool, guys. <laughs> anyway, so using our healed chocobo... We can. What is this, Chris? Destroy their way of life by doing well, exactly that. Their whole life that. is living, waiting for a prophecy, and then it happens. And then, what do you do now, my dude? <laughs> I mean, you're <laughs> waiting like, for the end of time. It'd to be come. like if Christ actually came back. It probably would be disappointing. Like, Spoilers, <laughs> he won't. I mean, <laughs> you heard it here first. The hot take on <laughs> on the rapture. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're, we're we jump on a bunch of rooftops. Which I mean, of course. Here's the other thing, like, you have ropes. You probably could, like, climb up there if you really wanted to. Get a ladder. None of them are that big! Get a board! Yeah, it just really feels, I mean, if that's the rules you grew up with, like, hey, by the way, there's this prophecy, only the, you know, the Chosen One can go in on the Angel of Valhalla, don't go anywhere near there. Okay, nobody goes near there. Fine, I get that, but it's 
it definitely feels a little anticlimactic. We're like, okay, we're going to heal up this, you know, mystical bird. And then we're just going to do a couple of roof jumps. Yep. Oh, my God. Mm. I actually just had a revelation that that might make sense. No. Why? They're all across the chasm that requires the Chocobo to get across. Uh Uh-huh. Everything is a blasted land after that. What the fuck are they going to build a ladder out of? I mean, they could just build... There's wood in... Go go to where the Yogged is and cut down some fucking trees. But they can't reach it. There's wood in the crag. Wait, they can't have leave. To check. They there can't is. leave the crag and come back. Is that the thing? No, they they're stuck there for Etro. I might suspect they have zero imagination because they think Etro is a good god. What do That's they eat? True. Where do they get their food from? What do they do? There's nothing in this town at all. No, and it's, you know, oh, by the way, it's it's also not a warp point either, which I found infuriating when I wanted to come back here. This is like the eighth time you've complained about this. It's killing me, Matt. He has to edit it. Like Let him complain. Second time, yeah. I think Why do you have to come back here? Time. There's like nothing to do here. There's side quests. There's side I had quests. to come back here. There's I had one. to come back here twice. There's two. There's one. Well, I'll talk about the one because it's like inside the temple. But then there's another one you got to do. And yeah, there's there's a couple around this little town. Mm. Yeah, it's not much. There's really not a whole lot to do here. There isn't really much here. So anyway, you jump across the the rooftops. And, you know, there's a, a whole scene where lightning, you know, leaves the chocobo alone. It says, I got to go climb this ladder over here and you can't climb ladders. Sorry. Lumina shows up when you first arrive into the temple and says, uh, there are no souls to save here. Just dead people. What are you doing? And then Caius appears and says, the temple is a graveyard for the dead and there's no one here whose soul she could save. These are just people waiting for oblivion. And then he just, uh, blasts a, a chaos arrow through her heart and uh you know breaks some shit like you fall down into the uh into the basement area and just pieces out and luminous says it here while we're here we'll lose our powers and we should leave and lightning says why do you care about what happens to me and uh says fuck it i'm gonna go anyway well my hp is like draining away yeah mm-hmm yeah, yep. that's that's essentially like they don't say like removes your powers like you're gonna not be able to use your skills. It's like literally you just have a very mild health drain. Which in this game, especially early on, uh, if you're not like abusing Metagard, this could be a real pain in the ass. Anyhow, that is as we were pointing out the gimmick of this place. We have a constant poison effect while we are in the temple until Caius is dead, and. The gimmick here is we are going to run into the 7,000 ghosts of Yule who are all going to tell us contradictory shit. Mm -hmm. And if you had not figured it out, she's the voice who told us about the Angel of Valhalla when we showed up at the Wildlands. Mm -hmm. I had not figured it out because I'm dumb. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Never mind. Literally every time a game gives me a chance to understand the plot, I'm like, no, I don't get that. (laughs) Well, I mean, how I, many Yules are there really? A lot. I, I think there's only two models. Duh, they live in this. like twenty years. No, I mean, like, I mean, like in this game, like there's the Yule with her hair up in the back, and there's a Yule with the hair down, and that's all uh, you see. In this temple alone, there are at least eleven. There's like a million. That's literally no, but it's what like the, the same, chaos is. But it's like the same one or two, like flipping back and forth, is what I was seeing. No, no, those way. are all different incarnations. They're all different models. No, no, the not same, models. The same model, please. This game costs like twenty dollars, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, I mean, I know you keep talking to her at different points. I just, it's you know, because there's only one, as far as I can tell, demarcation between the different Yules, and maybe there's a slightly different voice. You oh know? no, it's all the same voice. It's all the same. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So like, you could tell like roughly. I just wanted to like keep track of like, are we talking to like? 10 Yules, are we talking to... It seemed like... I was trying to pay attention when I, like, reviewed this. It looked uh, like there were only, like, two no. different you ones. You played 13-2, a game where you talked to 12 <laughs> different characters, all with the exact same model and voice. The models are not identical. Anyway, we'll move on. Weren't they? Yeah, there's Yules in here, and they create platforms, and you jump on them, and it's kind of random. And it sucks. It's awful. You just yeah, it's not, it's not great. That there's, like, millions of Yules. Well, Facebook. there are! That's literally what the chaos is. Yeah, more or less. What a dumb thing. Yeah. What a dumb thing. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, yeah, that is the gimmick of this place, is you platform through 
each floor of the place with a shattered floor. You talk to Yules to create new paths upwards and onwards, and you repeat the same staircases as you slowly ascend into the peak of the temple. If you killed everything in the Wildlands, you also get a middle finger from the game because everything that's here will suddenly be Mio Nectons. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you, Square. How dare you? <laughs> so so mad. enemy that you cannot genocide until the bonus dungeon. And they suck. There's no way to make it faster. They just take X amount of time to kill. Thunder. Yeah. I mean, like, you can kill them pretty quickly. Just but... so annoying. Uh, it's not, it's not, oh, yeah, a, those are not fun they're a garbage enemy. It's not five seconds like all the other ones. No, like what you really want to do here, at least this is what I did, was you, you keep around the, uh, the ecto puddings, the, uh, the fire flan guys, and you leave them to just one. And since like, they can't do a whole lot of damage to you. Like if you're guarding carefully, you can just, you know, meta guard back up to full health before you kill it. And then like, just be at full health the entire way through, which is how I managed to get through this. The first time I tried to run through this area, like, I just avoided every fight. I booked it all the way to the end, and I ended up eating, like, a couple of my, uh, like, taking a couple of potions to get my health up before the Kaya's fight. And I just, I didn't need to do that. I really could have just used Metagard. Well, also, if you set your default default uh, garb to the uh, one with the shard blade, you also start with the uh, regen on there. Yeah, yeah, but the regen, like... It's not. It's an. It's a nice bonus, but it's not super strong. No, it's fine. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After a while, you uh, get to uh, a scene with a Yule who says that uh, Caius is suffering because of us, and uh, you know, can we save him? And uh, Lumino appears and explains that there's a different Yule for each life, which is why they contradict. And uh, some want him to live, some want him to die, and it's just. Yeah, you've got endless parallel universes of Yules, basically. And they're all a mass of contradictions that need to be resolved. They've been uh, basically uh, being born and dying for millennia, and it's creating this ever-growing mass of souls with uh, no clear p- purpose. So that's really, you know, that's really great. It's like um, like a cancer on the fabric of uh, reality. Mm-hmm. Except it's not a metaphor. It's fucking literal, because this is the dumb game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's cool. Doctor Ballad is going to fix this in a minute. I love, I love that. It, yeah, I love that it's an ever-growing mass of souls with no clear purpose. You know, it's just like it's just this thing that's out there. But uh, this also means, if you think about it, that when uh, Snow is taking all the chaos into himself, he is inappropriately touching millions of children. <laughs> it took all of my restraint to not say hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said it anyway. Whatever. You said it anyway. <laughs> I'm making a super cut of you doing that at inappropriate times, by the way. That's gotta be Good. a bonus uh bonus content. <laughs> Good, I'll send you this voice clip of me saying hentai contains multitudes. Uh, you don't know what I cut out of the last Boku, <laughs> trust me. <laughs> I definitely don't. Once you say it into a microphone, your brain just throws it in the garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so all of this is Yule's fault, is the way I'm reading this. Mm. <laughs> well, it's really blame, all Etro's. It's really yeah, it's, also it's Etro's Etro. fault. It's it's Etro's fault. Yeah, ultimately. But uh, yeah, so you know, once you get all this uh, exciting uh, exposition, if you haven't been having enough, enough fun with uh, the um, kind of janky platforming so far, uh, now you're uh, introduced to uh, platforms that uh, disappear if you uh, stand on them for too long. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matt, please splice in the Heat Man theme. Yeah, that's a good time. What's a Heat Man? Oh my god, you fucking asshole. <laughs> from, from Mega Man, that's where the disappearing blocks originally appeared. Oh, that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. You know, they go, I've played that game like twice. That's what they sound like. It's really awful. Now I'm getting PTSD about it. Thanks. Hell yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, I did not grow up with the NES. Anyway. Just speaking of men in heat, you get another cutscene where Lumina reveals that it was Zekul <laughs> who are the original chaos that came forth from the unseen realm. It uh, built up and broke through Etro's gate at the end of... This used to say 13, and then I added a 2 on there. I'm not sure which one of these is true. 
Well, it's, it's kind of both. It's 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 what happens when uh, the timeline gets fucked up. That's what causes the timeline getting fucked okay, up. Okay, so it is the end of getting 13. sucked into. It's the end yeah. of thirteen. Yeah. Okay. So it builds up and broke through Etro's gate at the end of thirteen. Everything happened because the Yules could not let go of Caius. We move forward and see Caius sitting on Lightning's throne, and we get yet another cutscene where we tell Caius that Yule asked us to save him. He refuses. There's a bunch of anime pre-fight peacocking, and then the fight with Caius starts. Mm-hmm. He's not kidding about the anime. I took a screenshot of both of these characters oh, holding God. out giant cloud swords at each other in the <laughs> middle of that scene and just went the most anime 10 seconds. It just ha- but it happens for like a minute and a half. It's so long. It's very long. And there's also just, yeah, there's a lot of posture. He's like, behold, like no one fucking says behold in like real life. Yeah, ever. they're both sweeping around massive swords like it's finger points. It's great. And of course, like, Caius is doing it, like, you know, with the blade going from, like, the bottom. Like, he's holding the the sword upside down, which is, like, an impossible way to hold something that heavy. <laughs> no, but he's the hunter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Plus, also, like, again, like, there's a scene where he's, like, got it, like, at Lightning's throat. It's right where, like, those fucking rings are at the edge of the blade. His fucking, like, Prince Albert fucking rings at the tip of his chaos sword. It's very weird. Like, That's that, not what a Prince so Albert is, you know. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Just saying. So it's like I'm just saying it's, 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 a, it's like. a piercing near the tip of a very phallic thing. It was close enough. It's just in Matt's penis looks like the soul edge, apparently. <laughs> get, get all sorts of nasty yeah. infections in that glowing eye. <laughs> you got to the eye thing before I did. I was going to... Anyway... Yep, so fight time. Caius Ballard. Ballard. So this is an unusual fight because we mentioned this. Ballard is the worst. It's not Ballard, it's Ballad. I keep saying Ballard. I don't know why. Because Ballad sounds worse. Because you're thinking of Maui Mallard, da- Donald Duck's uh, sidekick. Also, Ballard is a neighborhood in Seattle full of crusty old fishermen. <laughs> okay. Hey, oh, you'll keep coming around here asking about the catch. Like, Caius is basically a pirate, right? The biggest like, Yule I ever caught had four Oracle Visions it did. <laughs> a Yule who knew about the sea. A Yule who was half mermaid. Anyway, Caius Ballad. Sorry, I just started a whole lot of new fan fiction, I'm sure. Caius <sighs> Ballad. He's the only boss that doesn't scale. Up or down. Yeah. Like, you try to fight him on day one, it's bad news. It's not going to work. Unless you're like... I don't know, like a god at perfect guarding or something. I'm sorry, Paul. Paul was originally supposed to do a different section, and then I'm like, what if you did this other one? And then I'm like, oh, today I was like, oh, this doesn't scale. That could have gone really bad for Paul. Yeah, it did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry, my dude. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. It just meant that I had to uh, go back and do a bunch of uh, side quests because I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, no, I tried to fight him on day three originally when I only had done, like, I think one or two main quests at that point. And yeah, it's just he just does so much damage. Yeah, and it's because he's like super offensive. So, you know, this is very much like. (laughs) Yeah, so this is very similar to the uh, the DLC fight at the end of 13-2 that we talked about where Caius flips between two different roles. Except, like, he doesn't have a medic role, and he just keeps launching shit at you all the time. He does not give you a second to breathe. Yeah, he rolls between Commando and Ravager, and block as much as you can in the first mode, because if you don't, he will juggle and debuff you with a 10-hit combo. Mm -hmm. The Ravager mode is a little more predictable, but his pattern involves charging up, which is good because it has a warning, and then casting every single major spell in the game on a chain, which is fucking terrible because you can't block it. Or if you do, you just take, like, half your health and damage anyway. Yeah. Yeah, this is what you gotta, like, really roll up with, like, a full complement of, like, 
potions and Phoenix Downs and or you roll in here shit. magically immune with heavy guard on there and you're probably okay because you heavy guard commando and then just don't do anything when it's a ravager. Oh, that works too. Yeah, but you're never going to get five gold stars that way. I don't care though. Yeah, you're a monster. <laughs> okay, <laughs> true, but unrelated. Yeah. Also, he has a like a mega flare attack where he turns into chaos Bahamut and mega flares you, and that sucks. And he starts the fight with that, too. Like, the first thing he does is Mega Flare you. It's not fun. I mean, okay, it's... I don't hate this fight, but, like, going into it and, like, trying to figure out, like, how do I deal with all this offense and still, like, attack him every now and then? It's it's That's a bit one challenging. Of the, one of the only interesting bosses in the game in that it's not the exact same thing, but a slightly different flavor. That's true. I mean, I have to give them this. They made sure every major story boss played differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're trying to go for speed, speed him, um, the best strategy is to uh, try and stagger him when he's in commando form and uh, before he swaps. So then you can uh, add on uh, the Ravager stagger to get him uh, under two times weaknesses. And uh, yeah, for the love of God, like just kill him as <laughs> kill him if you can. Or he turns back to commando because uh only in commando form can he use body and soul which is a, an ability that gives him all the buffs and uh 25 of his health back he only does it once but it can just totally like burn through your time yeah i think you can dispel the buffs and or i don't know if the uh, like bravery thief and protect well, oh yeah those work but those work but you probably don't have them you might not have them by the time you get to this point or you might not think to use them but the 25% health is the worst. They're also just not things you want on a form that's needed to be pure offense. Because if true. you've built a garb around that, you're not going to be out there dealing as much damage as you can. Yeah. I mean, you do have to... It does say when he's in Commando, you stagger him with attacks. When he's in Ravager, you sta- he gets extra stagger damage with, uh, with magic. So you're supposed to... Ironically, you're supposed to attack fire with fire pretty much across the board. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why you have three garbs. Right, right. But, like, if you have one garb with with a heavy uh, heavy attack with uh, the item that gives you Bravery Thief or something, like, you could at least steal a couple of those back. So, we eventually defeat Gaius, and after the fight, we get a scene that says, Gaius says we can't claim his soul, and then he impales himself with his sword, and he is destroyed and reborn. Yule is the one keeping him here. Gaius points out that in the world Bunavelza is building, there is no place for him and Yule. He intends to stay here when the world ends, wandering the darkness with Yule. Yule then appears and also wants to stay. Neither of them want salvation. Lightning can do nothing. Lumina shows up and explains the whole thing to us again, like immediately after. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. then we just leave. But the chaos in the temple does go away, for what it's worth. Here's something that I thought would have been an interesting mechanical thing that they decided not to do is that, like, we see the same thing in Yuznan, right? Where there's a giant source of chaos and then it kind of disappears. But somehow you still get chaos storms. Like, if you're just running around in an area, chaos will just, like, come out of nowhere like it usually does. Like, yeah, it's a video game. It's a video game. But I kind of wish that, like, once you, like, removed that source of chaos, that you couldn't have those random chaos attacks anymore. You don't want that. That... That re- dramatically yeah. reduces the amount of EP you get and cuts oh, sure. huge into your money. Right, but that creates uh, a tension between, like, do you want to finish this quickly or do you want to try to, like, you know, squeeze some extra EP out of waiting until later to finish the main quest? Like, you could have made that a cost-benefit thing. I don't know. Like, and narratively, it makes more sense. But, yeah, for the most part, this is like, well, that was completely pointless. But yeah. if you go mm-hmm. back... If you go back into the temple, you're not going to be losing health anymore, which is the main takeaway with with that. But thankfully, this time, they don't uh, make you walk out of the uh, dungeon backwards <laughs> like they've done in other places. Uh, they warp you to a scene at the bridge where lightning encounters Yule again. Just fucking and... get out of here, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from me now? <laughs> yeah lightning's like well you were the one who whose voice i heard when i first got here and she's like well yep i was been telling everybody uh who would listen about uh the angel of valhalla and the chaos and the te- and the uh 
Temple of the Goddess. So that's why people in this area actually know about these things and have been passing on this legend because I've been, you know, seeding it into people's minds and it worked because it got you to your destiny, which is getting to fight Caius, which is what I wanted. Oh, and by the way, your bird's Odin. (laughs) (laughs) What the? So you can tell I wrote these notes because it says comma, which may be the fucking stupidest thing to happen in this game so far. It's pretty bad. For what it's worth, there's also a note from me that says you ain't seen shit. Yeah, fucking kill me. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like this is like a callback without a purpose. It's like not that we were super attached to Odin from like 13-2 either. Like Odin's there, sure, but So let's take whatever. some content from slightly farther down in these notes. Because uh, a programming note, the next episode we will be doing, we'll talk about day 13 where you can't talk to Hope. So here's one of the Hope notes for today. You can ask him about Odin. And uh, Lightning tells Hope that Odin is reincarnated as the Chocobo. And then Hope says, I wonder if creatures can choose to be reborn, and can they choose when and where and what as? And if they can, fuck you, Odin. How dare you? (laughs) What a straight downgrade. But he can turn into Odin still. No, but he doesn't. He he will near the end. (sighs) Oh. God damn it, I'm not there yet. Why wouldn't you just turn into the fucking robot horse that can run on thin air and take me to the top, you dick? He can fly. (laughs) Odin can fly. (laughs) Remember? Wait, no, he turns into a horse. And then he... Does the horse fly? He does exactly the The thing I just said. I just totally spaced out. I was, like, trying to think back to the beginning of uh, 13-2 when shit got wild and Dragon Ball Z... Not to mention that in the end of this game, Lightning is going to learn she can fly. Excuse me? <laughs> oh, you're not there yet? Right. I'm what? sorry. No, also, I never actually beat this game because I wound up understanded with one save right in front of Bunavelza. Oh, well, uh, yeah, that's part of the end game. Sorry. Great. I can't wait to become <laughs> Bunavelza 2 and then suck at everything. No, shut up. As someone who had to fight Bunavelza Plus, you don't know shit. <laughs> Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it, w- it could have been, I mean, if they had revealed that the Chocobo was Odin, but then turned into Odin and then fought with you against Caius, that would have been cool. It would have been, like, you know, something we see in other areas where you have a have a companion. But now it what? didn't want to do that. Why not? They have all these fucking sick animations and models from 13-2. Uh-huh. Yeah, they really could have done something. I mean, we don't even fight like an evil Odin in this game either, which is kind of a miss. God, what a good fight. <laughs> that would have been one fun one to uh, to bring back for whatever reason, even if it's just like in the final dungeon, like the, the bonus dungeon. Wait, okay. So when Caius just magically dismisses Odin at the end of 13-2, it just turns out this happens to be the time it was for real and now Odin's dead. Chaos, man. Chaos. Okay. Also, I think this just made me realize that Caius is the Ian Malcolm of this world. Because mm. every time he talks about chaos, he's still right. Fletch, <sighs> mm. tell you me what sh- happens next. I hate this. <laughs> well, uh, life finds a way. And we can check in with Brella, <laughs> the lady who lost her dog near the train station, who tells us that as a bonus event on this place, Canopus Farms has been consumed by chaos. When we arrive, Mm -hmm. there's Chocobo Eater just chowing the fuck down on the farms. We fight it. Somebody wrote, we need to defeat it or the Chocobos will be killed. All the Chocobos (laughs) are killed. Well, that's what Lightning (laughs) says. I know. It's just so very dumb that they make it that way. And it's like, I fight. Also, whoops, this is where the reveal happens. Yeah. It's like a Chocobo uh, Chupacabra or something like that. It is a Chocobo Cabra. Yeah, like, <laughs> when it comes into play, it destroys one target non-legendary creature. <laughs> right, so, but they, they do two reveals that... No, no, uh, he okay. added the Odin thing early. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, because yeah, I, I... Did we mention... Yeah, it's Chaos Chocobo Eaters suck. They are such a pain in the ass. Yeah, they're really annoying. Like, all Chaos yeah. Eaters. Not, not all Chaos Eaters, all Chocobo <laughs> Eaters. Dude, the, the, the Chaos Eaters in Dark Souls is one of the goofiest fucking monsters i don't think i know what that is that's the that's the big thing with the goofy tube arms yeah it's it's, it's the big the the hole in the head that you could fall into and lost isolith yeah it'll eat you it'll actually eat you 
the only good thing in the entire area. You'll have to forgive me. I'm the guy who plays those games for about two hours with cheats and then is done. I technically own three and I haven't started it yet. Maybe I should Don't. add that to Backlog Quest. You shouldn't. It's Maybe. not very good. No. It's very bad. Yeah, you can skip it. It's I very like bad. It. Yeah, I but like it. it's part of my <laughs> library, which means I have to get it off the docket eventually. What if you added good games to your library and then just kept pushing that back? I mean, I have another 3,000 at last count unfinished, so I've got time. Why do you have so many video games? Like, only 1,500 of them are uh, hyperdimension uh, Neptunia games, right? Actually, only seven, thank you. The re- <laughs> All the rest are Galgun. Uh, I think I do actually own Galgun thanks to a Humble Monthly. Hmm. Thanks is the incorrect word for that. Mm-hmm. They've given me worse. Oh, Galgan was uh, recently on sale on the Switch uh, eShop, which is like exactly the uh, kind of thing. That Get it for your kids. Playing like at the, you know, <laughs> or, you know at the uh, at your, the doctor's office or something like that. On the bus, yo, guy, check the shit out. <laughs> I've worked with dudes who would do that, you know. I have coworkers who just bring in their Switch after hours, and they will play some of the most vile shit. At work? Yeah. Yikes. We had a dude let out in cuffs as a sex criminal, so yes. <sighs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you did you? mention that once. Yeah, it, it wasn't me, <laughs> yes. Uh, look, look, someone needs to be still in the office to uphold the law as the sheriff. Speaking of sex criminals, Paul, tell me what happens next. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, so we uh, return to the Ark, and uh, there's this ball of red light of red light that appears, and it turns into uh, Sarah. Ooh. And uh, Lightning's like, what the fuck? Doesn't believe it. And uh, Sarah, like, you know, just tries to basically casually, like, emotionally uh, manipulate her. Sarah basically tells Lightning that she should live in the past before the events of uh, 13 and 13-2, because all of her struggles since then have meant nothing. Which is like, yeah, thanks, game. Thanks, like, <laughs> fucking, like, you know, 60, 80 hours of, like, three games. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's, it's always great when, like, a piece of fiction is like, oh, you know, it didn't really, it didn't really matter after all. Our notes were so much better when Graham wrote them. <laughs> Why is that? Because <laughs> there's just not a... a um, uh, the incredible amount of editorializing in line. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's not just fuck you, fuck you, fuck you at all caps like we have in our notes right now. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look, look at me, I write the anime notes. Video games can make you feel something. It turns out it's incredibly angry. <laughs> oh, d- speaking of incredibly angry, so... I work next to an electronics retailer, and last night I went over on a break, and one of my coworkers went, I'll go with you. I need to pick some stuff up. They have a sale going. And this is the point where he decided to try and sell me on the works of David Cage because he saw that beautiful PS4 three-pack, and I had to bite my lip so much. Uh, Did you buy it? He bought it. Okay. Perfect. Of course he did. Yeah. Yeah, he he wanted to tell me about how uh, Heavy Rain was, like, an unsung masterpiece. I mean, look, it kind of is. That's because the song of Heavy Rain is James... Oh, no, what what was the kid's name? Two of them, they're Sean and Jason. Sean. Sean is the one that he screams, (laughs) yes. He screams both of them. He spends most of his time not knowing where his kids are. Anyway, I guess it's a game about Chris, is what I'm saying. My kid's in the bedroom right now. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, she's over there. Probably. Whatever. I'm not parenting right now. I'm That's podcasting. <laughs> this is how I put food on the table. <laughs> if only. Ramen again. <laughs> uh. Anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, Lightning's basically like, yeah, if it was, if it was a mistake, it's all your fault. You know, she's... Set me on the journey. So Sarah says, like, she still wants to, like, forget all of it and then disappears. And then uh, Lightning's takeaway is, like, basically, like, that wasn't really Sarah. Yeah, and that I think she, is it at this point where she says uh, Lumina planted the seed in her head that the Sarah was a fake? 
So, I mean, like, I'm going to assume that this is a whole Bunavelza thing because that's what it reads like at this point in the game. Like, way to overplay your hand, guy. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. I know what's happening now. It's so dumb. Yeah? Yeah. Care to share with the group? No. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> worst show and tell ever. They're doing the Kingdom Hearts, am I right, Fletch? Like, fucking Lumina is Sarah from Inside of Lightning at the end of 13-2, and this no. Sarah is just fake. Well, this Sarah is fake, but no, Lumina is something uh, even crazier. Wow. Great. Perfect. Yep. Yeah, it wasn't quite what I thought it was when we when we talked about it at the beginning of the season, or like before this season yeah I, I thought it was that's right you got to hear that edit yeah yeah it's not exactly that but it's close and uh we have one more thing we'll be able to talk to hope between about between now and the end of the game which is ask hope about sarah too there's actually four talk about sarah's right what? it's yes. just three and four happen uh after this oh i yep. just stopped checking i guess yeah, it's, it's next episode that that'll show up well you can't talk to hope on day 13 so someone else is gonna have to write those down you you talk to someone else instead. No, he, mm-hmm. You can't talk to Mog. You can yeah, you only can. spend EP. No, he does actually have the dialogues. Oh, okay. Yeah, great. Yeah. Can't wait to talk. Not talk to Mog. Hello, Koopo. I got it. Fucking <laughs> get Mog to tell me about all this existentially sad shit. I actually want Mo- Mog's mm. opinion on how the world being is ch- just children of men. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, now you're making me wonder what would happen if Mog narrated various classics, given his sassy style. Moggy dick. Man, imagine if, you know, Mog, with his uh, money-loving ways, did, uh, like, Wolf of Wall Street or something. Ooh. (laughs) Now I'm imagining a quaaluded-up Moogle. Thank you. (laughs) That's called a Moogle, my dude. (laughs) Anyway, Sarah 2. Sarah text part 2. Uh, Lightning uh, tells Hope that Sarah will be resurrected as a new form of herself. And he basically says, like, okay, I get it. You don't believe that she's the real Sarah. And we haven't seen, like, the the real one. It was old man Spithers all along. Yeah, yeah. He he senses Lightning's doubt. And uh, he then goes to say, like, hey, look, I got your back. And if it turns out that... um, if it turns out that Sarah, that Sarah is a fake, that Budavelza doesn't really have Sarah, Budavelza doesn't have a hostage anymore and has no leverage over her. I will say, I like this because Hope is so passive aggressive about it. He's like, I don't understand emotions anymore, but, and I'm super bad at it, but even I can tell. Mm-hmm. And he said he's been practicing by watching her. <laughs> <laughs> what a What an awful way to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, learning all the wrong lessons. And that's it for the day's plot. Two travelogues. Somebody besides me go first. All right. This is the point where I started finishing my last genocides because we are on final day. So I did. I killed everything in the world that wasn't a Meonecton. That takes so long. No, it doesn't. It doesn't when you have max stats. <laughs> I guess it doesn't when you have max stats. Because like, that's what ATB. I. You just literally hold the X button down for a few seconds and then it's done. I mean, like, you could get infinite ATB. That'd be amazing. I would. Well, love yeah, that. you have a build for that. Oh, is there? Yeah, yeah, there's a few different ways to get effectively infinite ATB. I should look those up. You anyway, can't do any of them right now. God damn it. Anyway, I tried to uh, exterminate everything because I, I ran out of shit to do. Like, I had like one canvas quest left that gave me a, a guitar that I now carry around on my back all the time. Because, <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> looks like a Fender Jazz Master or something with humbuckers. Anyway, hmm. yeah, so like I, I decided, oh, I'm going to go on the roads. And I'm going to just wipe out all the big dudes so that when I go into the bonus dungeon, I'm not going to have to fight any of them. 
And I got like a third of the way there and went, this is boring and sucks. I don't want to do this anymore. And then I told you to stop. Yeah. And then I didn't listen for like another two play sessions. Then I went, you know what? Why are you such <sighs> an asshole? <laughs> well, I mean, it did. I did end up skipping a few fights that I would have had to do, which would have been annoying. But yeah, so like I, I killed off the, um, oh God, what's it? The lizard dudes? The Garganatches? Yeah, the the Gargan Gargan Gatches, Garan Gatches. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Yeah. You you know what really sucked though? Like I wanted to go to. I, I spent a little bit of time trying to kill off things in um, Luxurion, but those Gaunts when they show up two at a time, they suck and they start like casting a uh, Araga, and that hurts like a motherfucker. Yeah, those guys are huge pain in the ass. Uh, what the fuck is the thing that makes you flinch all the time? There's a an accessory that prevents that. Yeah, yeah, because that, that's what you definitely needed, because they would both, like, stagger um, Aurora's, whatever the, you know, the second level ones, and that hits you a bunch of times, you would stagger a bunch, and then one would hit you with Aroga, and then kill you, and then it sucks. But yeah, so, like, I, I basically spent, like, the rest of the game deciding whether, you know, how many things I want to try to genocide, and I, d- I didn't quite get that far. <laughs> and that's pretty pretty much it for me. Like, I haven't changed my garbs much at this stage. So, Paul, how did this day go for you? Well, uh, yeah, it could have gone better. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, I went and uh, banged my head against uh, Caius uh, for for a while and uh, realized that uh, I was just not at all, (laughs) like, prepared. So I just went back and... uh, did a bunch of uh, fighting and picked up uh, some side quests and was like, all right, well, I got to get my EP up and get like get <laughs> get through this ba- battle. And so, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. Let's see. What did I do today? I had uh, opened the roads by 730. Uh, I exterminated ecto puddings and hoplites. I had wrapped up every single canvas quest in the game by 2 p.m. and napped until like 7 at night so I could uh, do the last date side quest, which I think is my favorite side quest. Lightning is just a huge asshole to some guy. She's only here for the stake. And the plot of this quest <laughs> is you find out that the guy's girlfriend uh, was actually his fiance. She didn't stand him up because she died. So you just watch fireworks and be a good listener and give mm. this man his last chance at something resembling romance before the world ends. I must have missed this one. It's great. It's great. It's uh, by the Banquet of the Lords. It takes five seconds and there's no combat. That's good. And no fetch questing? Nope. You do have to wear the uh, fucking red leather dress, though. I don't think it's made out of leather, Chris. It looks like it. The Midnight Mauve? It's not supposed to be leather. The shoulders look like it. It's either leather mm. or latex. You choose. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I finished the Lackley quest, which was great, except for the uh-huh. voice acting. Yep. <laughs> I did the Girl Who Cried Wolf, which is the quest you do if you care about women, unlike Met. Fuck you. It was really dumb. It was really dumb. Like, the entire point of the boy who cried wolf is don't ask for help if you don't need it. Unless you're this game and you miss the whole point of the story where you get help anyway. And that's it. Anybody have any uh, closing thoughts on this day? You're free, Genie. (laughs) Yeah, Caius. You know... Kingdom Hearts is not very good at, like, emancipation, because Genie breaks the shackles, he gets his legs, and then Kingdom Hearts 2, he's like, hey, check out my new shackles, and I don't have legs again. We were just talking about that on another show, yeah. <sighs> it's it's really weird. Yeah. That Nine Inch Nails song, Happiness and Slavery, is actually about Genie. <laughs> and now Genie is played by a black man, so read what you like into that. Not, oh, man. That's so wild. It's not even like a CGI thing. It's just, hey, I'm no, Will Smith, they, the they genie. They say he's going to be CGI'd in the film. Okay, that's not what that poster looks like, my dude. Yeah, I know. The, releasing those promo photos was not the best idea. But Okay, but what if it was a poster of just Will Smith's impossibly angled legs? 
So what you're saying is you basically want sketches of Bayonetta, but as Will Smith. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Throw this in the Discord. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to invite other strangers into our Discord as the links get more random and yeah. awkward. And for the record, that, that Midnight Mob dress is definitely supposed to be satin. Whatever. But it's not funny, so I'm going to cut that out. Right. <laughs> uh, I What is supposed to be happening? In that photo? Yeah. Wait. Bandit is posing, of course. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a stretch. Yeah. Wow. No, no, no. The stretch was the image that came before that. Uh, there was an image before that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's also a thing. Yep. That's that's a thing you do in the video game while spinning in circles and shooting the guns on your feet. Yep. What a good game. I need to get back to Bayonetta. Uh, I will never touch that series again because of the garbage PS3 port. Oh, that's the one I played. Fletch, you should play the PC version. It's unbelievable. No, because I I just crossed it off my backlog when I got a free copy. But my guy, that game runs unbelievable at 60 frames. Okay, here's the thing. The PS3 version, for those who did not I know, know. I played this. It had like two minute load times. Oh, no, not even that. The math Yikes. bug where you got 30% less rings every time. But it also had the bug where you could get like a billion of them at once. No, that didn't work after a patch. Oh, ruined. So <laughs> I got <laughs> so to play that game in the worst form and grind out the item that you have to pay max rings for to get the end boss. And you have to do that every time you try it, if I'm not mistaken. Yup. So that's why you save and reload? You should play Vanquish, Fletch. Vanquish is the best. Is it on PC? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe eventually. Oh my god, it's so good. Either way, uh, I will never play Bayonetta again after that. That okay. was slamming my dick in a car door. Oh, you're missing You're missing out. Like, well, the Bayonetta. other one is on a system that has the worst controller, so... Also, it's not very good. Bayonetta 2 is very bad. Oh, oh my god. Get the fuck out of here, Paul. Paul, we've had arguments about the Wii U before. I will never pay money for that piece of trash. Bayonetta you want it for free? It's like one of the best games ever. I hard disagree. Yeah, I, I would not... You could put a gun to my head, and I don't think I would put that in my top 100. Bayonetta oh 2 can't do spectacle appropriately. The only way it can do spectacle is by putting you on a railroad so you can just look at it instead of play it. I'll throw this out there. The best Bayonetta game is Smash Ultimate. Probably. Wait, did they brought Bayonetta to Ultimate? I thought she was just on Smash yeah, 4. everyone is here. But where's Waluigi? Everybody is here. Everybody not real. is here. <laughs> he's just a figment of our imagination. No, he's a soulless corporate husk who literally only exists in the worst possible way. You mean like the tennis games? No, yeah, he's like a mirror of a mirror. <laughs> Luigi is a shitty mirror of Mario, and so is Wario. And this uh -huh. is just like the weird cross-reflection is this soulless corporate husk Waluigi who only exists for a four-on-four. Well, at least the Wario Land games are, like, pretty good. No, They're but fine. it's cool. This week they accidentally made Luigi trans. Did they what now? Hell yeah. Oh, oh you didn't, uh, you didn't see that bit? Uh, no. I mean, last thing I heard about Waluigi is that he was packing. No, Luigi. Regular. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. I meant Luigi. Yeah. With, with the, the tennis shots. Yeah. What is it? A six inches flaccid? Good on yep. you, my dude. Uh, no, there's a... They basically decided to make Bowsette as non-canon as possible, but oh, they did I, I saw the I saw the non-canonization uh, non of Bowsette R.I.P. Yeah, but... Sorry, Luigi, you can't use it either. And it's like, what? That has some weird implications. <laughs> what, that he wanted to? There's definitely something you can read into that, and some people have. Anyway, lightning returns. <laughs> I don't have to edit this one, so I get a this lot is, This is a podcast about a video game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Kaya's fight, it's a good fight, but it just, it's very exhausting in a way that I don't know. I feel like some when the fights in this game like in try to go pretty everything hardcore. Everything related to Caius in this game is, yeah, yeah. I mean, there there are some fights where like they're tough fights and they're engaging and interesting. But like, I feel every time I get through a fight like that, I feel drained and not like hell yeah, let's do that again. Huh. Yeah, 
So what I'm saying is that the refractory period is longer on this game than in than in most. Anyway, if you want to get in touch with the show, <laughs> just leave me at that. If you want to get in touch with the show, Twitter, Facebook, Lightx Thrice, reach out. Don't cool. Don't listen to Chris. He has bad ideas. Speaking of bad ideas, do you guys have anything you want to share with the listeners? <laughs> I don't have the URL yet, or I would plug my new show. It's okay, you can just say goatseefund.me again. <laughs> I mean, we have that for like a year, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. real, by the way, folks. <laughs> How could I not buy that when I thought of it? It's true, that's pretty good. <laughs> yep, not gonna deny it. Anyway, Paul? Yeah, I host a Shimagami uh, Tensei and Megaten uh, Games Club podcast called Megaten Marathon. I'm sorry. Oh, so you can... Uh, Mega 10 Marathon. So you can find that at Mega10Marathon.com. No, that was I'm sorry, as in those games are really long, not I'm sorry, as in I didn't hear you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want to hear it as the guest who played through the newest one seven times for an episode. Yeah. Yeah, Fletch has been on a few times. I feel like that was voluntary. Yeah, it, yeah. it was voluntary, but I also had to run that episode. I actually just picked up a TMS by the way, when I was in New York. You chose the wrong one. Oh, please. Uh-huh. That game is way better than Persona 5. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. I've heard that might, both. That might be true, actually. Oh, no. 100% Persona 5 bad Persona game. No, yeah. I just I just meant he didn't buy Strange Journey Redux. Well, I want to buy that, too, but I just haven't. Should. I was actually hanging out with uh, Jared, friend of the show, in New York. Frenemy of the show. Friend <laughs> me of the show, uh, and he took me to the shop, and I saw a uh, collector's edition copy of uh, of TMS with the uh, with the art book and everything, and so I I picked that up because I figured like why the hell not? What do you do with all your art books, Matt? I look at them sometimes. You look at them like once and then put them on a shelf and like never touch them again. A half. I pull them down regularly as a podcaster. <sighs> That's true. You know, I, I did buy the, uh, oh yeah, the Ultimedia guides for um, compilations for Final Fantasy. The second one came in, like, about three weeks ago. It's very pretty. The third one has a lot of Lightning Return stuff. Well, yeah, I already pre-ordered it. <laughs> I'm gonna have all of them. You know, I, I do really wonder, though, because, like, both books have been, like, around 600 page, pages each, and yeah. the first one had six games, the last one had three games, and this next one has, like, seven games. <laughs> Also, it'd be like 10,000 pages if it includes the development of 15. Or yeah, more, well, there's really the, the one disappointing thing about those books is they don't really have development notes in it in a way that's any that feels comprehensive at all. Like all that stuff Fletch, you've been talking about, like the min maxing information is like or any any programming information that's not in these. These are mostly art books, huh? which is somewhat disappointing. Anyway, plugs. Yeah, Fletcher, tell us about your plugs. Yeah. I already said that I would do that if I had a, you know, URL for the show. But in case I buy a different one because of the fact that we have a really clever name that may be taken, then I don't want to redirect people to some other asshole's podcast. That was not the joke I was making, but okay. Oh, oh, well, in that case, uh, yeah, there's one that's the size of a beer can that was bought for my brother-in-law for Christmas. Do you use it as a reference for the other one since it's the size of a beer can? Well, I mean... That's for him to do, because, again, I just bought it for him. Okay. Matt. (laughs) Yeah, no plugs for me, as per usual. You can plug our other podcast, so I don't have to do two. Well, it's part of the network. Oh, (laughs) right. You want us to talk about Boku No Stop, the podcast that I'm editing. Yes, yes. Uh, We're still doing Evangelion. We're getting close to the end, at least in recording times. The end is near. The end of Ava is near. I mean, we're about to release uh, the first part of the back half of the series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good times. I hung out with Darren at Street Fight last night. He says it's very good. So some guy you don't know likes this podcast. Listen to it. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You can listen to my other podcast on the network, Magmar Sucks, where we are stack ranking Pokemon based on how interesting they are. We're still doing this for some reason. That's all until next time when we'll be talking about day 13 and the bonus dungeon. Hooray! Boo! (laughs) (laughs) Bye, y'all.
This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.